Welcome to the 58 West King Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tony. Today is Friday, September 9th, and we've got a special guest on today's episode to help with our week one matchup preview. That's our very own Brandon Beisner. Brandon, first off, happy belated birthday, and welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's been a while. It has been a while. Any uh, any thoughts on that ass whooping the Bills gave the Rams last night? Ooh, my thoughts are it was horrible, probably about... Halfway through the third quarter, I wanted to just close my eyes. And uh, let's just say I went to go give my kids a bath during the second half. That's how horrible it was. Yeah, I got a message from Brandon about, I don't know, what was it, six minutes in after the first <laughs> touchdown? <laughs> Our season's over. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was an uh, anticipated loss uh, for the Rams. Tough schedule, tough draw. First game of the, the season coming off a Super Bowl win. So, f*** you, Goodell. Loss, yes, but ass-whooping? Uh, I wasn't expecting that big of an yeah. ass-whooping. The Bills are legit. Luckily... They have to go through all those other AFC teams, so don't really have to worry about them Suckers. if we do make it back to the Super Bowl. Exactly. All right, let's get into these week one games. We'll just breeze through these quickly as week one is always tough because there's some unknowns with players and usages or usage rates. But in our first matchup, we've got the banana stand taking on the meaty clackers. These are our teams, so fitting to have you on to preview this. Lifetime, I am 6-3 and three against you. Who are you taking in this matchup? Ooh. Yeah, before we start, I am getting over a little cold here, so I apologize. My voice is a little is a little kerny. Horse, don't spit out your water. Uh, <laughs> I, was wondering, I was wondering what you meant by that. Uh, only a select few will get that one. I like it. Our Holloman folks will get that. Yeah. All right, so I'm also probably, I probably have a losing record to everybody in the league, so I'll be expecting that. But anyway, all right, week one matchup, Meaty Clackers and the Banana Stand. Well, I already had one disappointing uh, <laughs> player play already, Allen Robinson. I think he had one catch last night, yep, for 12 yards. Mm-hmm. Not, not the best start, but I could probably uh, overcome it with some of these other players here. Our quarterbacks are pretty even, uh, Joe Burrow. Well, Russell Wilson should be pretty even. I don't know how he's going to perform with the Broncos, but I still think he's got a lot of life left in him, and he should do fairly well. Maybe he's not going to be running all over the field being chased by defenders all day, so he might even do better. We'll see. Tyreek Hill and CeeDee Lamb. That's another unknown with Tyreek Hill right now. Hey, according to coaches, two is fighting him in practice. <laughs> well, he's the most accurate quarterback <laughs> that's ever thrown in the ball, right? So that's that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, besides my Allen Robinson pick there, I think our receivers for this week were pretty even as far as projections go. But yeah, we'll see how Hill goes. Uh, running backs again, douchebag Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook. Pretty even matchup there. The next two though, pretty unknown. Uh, I got Pierce for Houston going. We got Etienne who was injured all last year, I believe. He was. And so I'm kind of curious to see how he's going to do. we got two pretty good tight ends, Andrews and Pitts. Uh, and our flex, Stevenson for you, I'm not really uh, you know, high on, but what are you going to do, right? What are you going to do? I got Cordell Patterson. He could have 30 points or three. We'll see. But I think it's a pretty even matchup, even though I started off pretty slow there. Hopefully 
Hopefully you have a bad week. Yeah, you've got your quarterback uh, and top wide receiver in matchups that have the low implied point totals. Yeah. Uh, Allen Robinson already had kind of a poor first game. I think he'll be all right. But uh, Joe Burrow and Tyreek Hill, they're the your top two players probably in those lower scoring matchups. I'm not feeling too great about those going up against my Russell Wilson, CeeDee Lamb, and Jerry Judy. Obviously, I have the edge there with A-Rob getting the 1.7 points. Uh, you also have Dalvin Cook going up against the Packers, who project to have a top five defense good chance to be the top defense overall this season so i like my odds in this matchup i'm taking the banana stand for obvious reasons there's always money in the banana stand no touching in our next matchup we've got taking on the gnt's no kelly clarkson smoothie and trey in this one these guys are two and two lifetime who are you taking Ooh, who am i taking here let me read through this so the GNTs, Gin and Tonics versus Ayukin. All right, right off the bat here, two pretty good quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers going against Minnesota. Again, Rodgers' team kind of got dismantled there, so who knows what's going to happen there. I still think he'll be pretty good, maybe not as good. Kyler Murray, even though he's five foot two, packs a punch. Uh, Gabriel Davis, yeah, four receptions. So he had a pretty good game last night. Uh, I think he's going to do fairly well this season with the uh, digs on the other side. Obviously, though, Cooper Cup, thank goodness this isn't a PPR league. Ho, ho, ho. He would have won. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Cooper Cup went off like he always does last night. But both the receivers did fairly well. Uh, even though Cooper Cup went off, it was only nine more points than Gabriel Davis. However, the rest of it, we have Michael Pittman versus Ayukin. And Swift versus Henry. And Dobbins versus Chubb. So, yeah, the receivers here, I'd have to say GNT's. Definitely has the edge with Cooper Cup and Michael Pittman. However, I don't know how Matt Ryan's going to do, but he should be able to get the ball to Pittman like Prince Harry was doing last year. Yeah, Wentz did it, so I don't see why Matt Ryan can't do <laughs> yeah. it, right? So yeah, I think Pittman will have a good year. Obviously, Henry outduels Swift, but Swift should get some passes, but again, this isn't a PPR yeah. league. And Chubb and Dobbins. Dobbins is actually kind of in the air right now. He might not even play. Yep. And if he does, I'm sure he'll be on a snap count, which... Speaking of snap counts, tangent, f- you, Cam Akers. <laughs> he, played, he played like three snaps last night. Anyway, my tangent is done. I started him in another league. I thought he would at least get half the snaps, but nope. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, well, they weren't in a position to really run the ball in the second half anyway. Yeah, the Bills' uh, defensive front was stout. They dominated all stout. game. Stout. Chris Collinsworth let us know about that every every five minutes of the game <laughs> with his Von Miller, uh, yeah, his crush. And we have Trey's favorite tight end, Dawson Knox. Uh, did not have a, a good game as predicted he would, uh, especially with the loss of a family member. We thought he was going to go off. Uh, but I guess they really didn't need him to. He only had one catch, five yards. Hawkinson, Hawkinson, however you want to say it. Again, he's pretty uh, – he'll either have one or 30. But I like Hawkinson. Jerry Goff seems to be able to find him. Uh, Elliott versus Gibson, two pretty good running backs in the flex positions there. Uh, according to – coach of the Washington Commanders, <laughs> Gibson's going to get the ball. So, I mean, it's like the third year in a row he said that, so we'll mm-hmm. see. And in the, in the other flex, we have our Duvernay <laughs> versus Lazard. Lazard, now Trey loves Lazard. Uh, he's had a couple good years with Adams on his other side, so we'll see how he does this year as kind of that maybe that number one. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I think Sammy Watkins going to have 1,500 yards this year. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He'll have a good. He'll have a good week one. If I had to give her who's going to win this week, I would say I'd have to go with Ayukin with that 
Nick Chubb and Dobbins might not playing and Elliott and a tight end, Hawkinson, Kyler Murray. I think he's going to have a stronger overall week. Yeah, Zeke has a tough matchup with Tampa Bay. I think they're like number one or two against the run the last couple seasons and no reason to believe they're not going to repeat that uh, here in 2022. And on Trey's side, Dobbins carries an injury designation, obviously coming into week one. If he does play, as you mentioned, going to be in a snap count. Dawson Knox already laid an egg with one point. And then Alan Zard, another guy who carries an injury designation. So I'm with you. I'm taking Smoothie in this matchup as well. Sorry, Trey. Sorry, Trey. All right, next matchup. (laughs) Dak to the Futures. Great Scott! Taking on Tinker Stinkers. It was a one-night, one-horn, flying purple people. Callus and Wayne here. Josh is four and three. Lifetime against Wayne. Who you got? All right, Tinker Stinkers versus Dak to the Future. F*** you, Wayne. All right, obviously, right off the bat here, Josh Allen had a phenomenal game last night, throwing the ball over the Rams secondary, running the ball, doing whatever he wanted to. He did have a couple turnovers, but didn't seem to matter. Still put up 31 points. Uh, on the other side, Derek Carr. Uh, I hear a lot of predictions on Derek Carr this year that he's going to have a career year, but who knows? I mean, he does have Devontae Adams now. He's always been a decent fantasy quarterback. Mm-hmm. So maybe that puts him over the top. We'll see. Uh, we have oh some good receivers here: Mike Evans, Justin Jefferson, Waddle versus Samuel De- Debo. Hide your chains. <laughs> uh, so obviously the receiver matchup I think is pretty even. Mike Evans he always seems to find the ball there in Tampa Bay. So uh, Godwin I think might not even be playing, but last year he's he kind of sucked anyway. We do have Julio Jones, but I really don't know how. He is going to perform this year, uh, but Mike Evans always performs well when he's on the field. I remember one year I had him, he had three catches for three yards and three touchdowns in a game. I think I remember that game, something <laughs> yeah. like that, yeah. <laughs> but he always he's always finding targets in the red zone. Uh, on the other side, Justin Jefferson's finding targets throughout the game. Uh, he's obviously the number one there now in Minnesota with, I got a feeling, still on the other side, but not quite as effective. Uh, Waddle and Samuel. Samuel's a playmaker. Waddle might get some more action with Hill on the other side this year. Uh, let's see. McCaffrey, I saw his injury designation went away. And Montgomery, obviously McCaffrey's the, the pick there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Montgomery, Montgomery, before he got hurt last year, though, did have a pretty solid year. Uh, Javonta Williams and Harris, I don't trust New England running backs. Nope. So I'm, I think uh, Williams is going to have an increased workload this year, especially if Melvin Gordon gets another DUI. They just let him off the hook on the last one. <laughs> and we got Darren Waller versus Goddard. Darren Waller is a target machine. Goddard's kind of heh, but we'll see. Uh, Elijah Moore going against Collins and Pollard versus Tawny. So, yeah, the flex kind of weak there. Never know, though. Again, mm-hmm. it's week one, but as of right now, I mean, Moore does have the greatest quarterback in NFL history. <laughs> Throwing the ball to him this week. Oh, my gosh. Shane Falco. I mean, close. <laughs> Joe Flacco, yeah. <laughs> but let's see here. So with the Mike Evans, Waddle, McCaffrey, even though Allen did put up a really good game last night, I'm going to have to give the edge to Dak to the future here with Evans' red zone picks, McCaffrey coming back healthy, Williams getting more uh, action, Waller. I got to give it to Dak to the future. Well, Josh is going to love that. I love the receivers that Wayne grabbed in the draft. He went heavy on the position with, you know, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, Deontay Johnson on the bench. I'm not sure if he's going to start him or not. And then a couple of dart throws with Nico Collins and Kadarius Tony. I'd give him the edge in this one because I don't believe 
Josh is going to have Jalen Waddle. I think he carries an injury designation. I don't think he's practiced at all in camp so far. And then Elijah Moore. He has Joe Flacco under center. I don't like that against Baltimore. Shane Falco. Shane Falco, sorry, under center. <laughs> Baltimore's not going to be the same. They're secondary. Everyone's healthy. They signed a couple guys. Uh, I'm giving the edge to Wayne. Well, I just couldn't do it. Because it's Wayne? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm the opposite. I can't, I can't give it to Josh. Like he's got a couple of uh, young bucks on the bench, too, there in Olave and London. You know, who Olave, yeah. yeah. No, it's Olave. It's not. <laughs> and uh, Valdez, Scantling, he could have a good year, yeah. too. So we'll see. All right. We are on opposing ends there. Next matchup, just here, no fine. I'm just here, so I won't get fined. Taking on Peeping Tomlinson. Big Pimpin, spin the cheese. This is Alan going up against Julian. Happy birthday to Julian. His birthday was also on the 8th, so you guys are birthday twins. Point out, he is a year older, so he's the more, he's an old, he's an old he's fart. He's the senior. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. These guys are four and four lifetime. Thoughts on this matchup? Ooh, heading in. Lamar Jackson versus Justin Herbert. Who's got Lamar? Oh, Peeping Tomlinson's going up against his homer, Justin Herbert. Lamar Jackson is having some contract disputes. Uh, I'm hearing. Sounds like they're not coming to an agreement, so who knows uh, if he's going to give it his all on the field or not. Maybe he'll have to – remember that one game where he had to go take a shit in like the middle of the quarter <laughs> and he came back and won the game, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, I think so on the contract thing. I think he agreed that uh, they weren't going to uh, come to a resolution on that, so he's playing on yep. the tag this year. So this is a contract here for him. He's playing for his contract uh, going forward. Yep. So he'll be hurt in week one. <laughs> and, <laughs> all right. And the receiver, <laughs> the receivers. All right. We got DJ Moore going up against Cleveland. Allen going against Las Vegas. And Smith and Williams. Ooh, man. So it looks like they both waited a little bit on receivers in the draft there. Obviously, let's see here. Just here, no fine. Has Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And Peepin Tomlinson, Eckler, so it looks like they both went running back first pick, as they should have. And then we got Dylan versus Fournette. Dylan, if they just give him the ball more, could be those thighs, those quads. Massive. Take him to 100 yards a game. Uh, Fournette, he still gets the ball a lot, well, assuming. And let's see, Kittle versus Komet. Obviously, I go Kittle there. If he plays, uh, he's, if he he's plays, got, he's that's got true. a groin, I believe. He does have a groin. Injury. Didn't practice Thursday. <laughs> He has two grades, I think. Rashard Penny, he actually did fairly well when he was finally on the field last year. Seems like he's been hurt seven-eighths of his career. Uh, Renfro, Landry, and Edmonds. Let's see here. So Herbert's playing Las Vegas. A division game. I think Herbert's going to go off there. Yep. And he's got the stack here with Allen. Smith, I'm kind of curious about this year with the acquisition of A.J. Brown. Does it uh, let him get loose more? Again, I don't know. I'm not a genie. <laughs> that's why it's tough. These week one picks, yep. they're tough. Taylor versus Eckler, that's pretty even. Eckler's obviously going to get a lot of passes yep. and bulk of the rushing. Taylor's just the number one dude. Uh, Dylan, again, up in the air. They just give him the damn ball. Seems like they're keeping uh, Jones around forever. Uh, Fournette, I don't know if they're going to try to get some of the other guys in this year since Fournette's getting up there. But I think he'll still have a solid year. He stays on the field. Uh, Kittle might not play. Let's see. Does he have a backup tight end? Yes, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. I don't like that. Nope. But anyway, <laughs> so this one might be a, let's see, the flex. We have Penny and Renfro. That's fairly even, I guess. And then Landry, I have no idea how he's going to do on the Saints. Yeah. And Chase Edmonds running the ball for Miami this year. I'm going to have to give the edge, even though Peeping Tomlinson's Projected to have two more points. I'm going to give the edge to... Wait, let me rethink this. 
I wasn't going to go just here, no fine. I'm going to say if Kittle plays, just here, no fine wins. If Kittle doesn't play, Kobe okay. Tomlinson comes out ahead by just a few. Okay, I like it. I like Allen Stack, too. You mentioned it, uh, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen. He also has, you know, Jonathan Taylor, AJ Dillon. After that, though, I'm just not impressed. That don't impress me much. Uh, Julian, <laughs> on the other side, has Lamar. He's got Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Leonard Fournette, DJ Moore. He has Cole Komet. Uh, that should be a favorable game script for the passing game. Cole Komet figures to be the second option, uh, receiving option there. So you like that. Hunter Renfro, dude just catches passes. And then Chase Edmonds. I think a lot of people are excited for Mike McDaniel in that uh, San Francisco running scheme, bringing that running scheme over. So I give Julian the edge in this one as well. Miami just sucks, though. I'm not too high on him, but I, <laughs> I think they'll give him the ball a lot, and he does catch passes. So True, true. And Tua is the most accurate quarterback in the league. So. Yeah, that's that's just a fact. Awesome. Next matchup, Otter Job. Taking on the Vinegar Stroke. So this is Albert and Nate in this matchup. Albert is three and six against Nate all time. Who do you have? Oh, looks like Otter Job fell for the Cam Akers uh, <laughs> thing that I did. Let's see. What do you get? Zero points. Hmm. He had zero? Zero points. Oh, God. The one catch he did have was behind the, the quarterback, so it was a, a run. I saw that. That was pretty bad. I think he got back up to the line of scrimmage on that one. Maybe. Damn. Anywho, besides that, all right, we have obviously one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league, Patrick Mahomes, going against the best quarterback in the league, Kirk Cousins. I don't like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you like that? No. Not at all. Uh, and he is unvaccinated, so his arm's still going to be stronger than everybody else's. Oh, my God. That's a thing, right? Sure. A conspiracy? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Nate, we got another one for you. <laughs> but Kirk Cousin, they are playing against Green Bay, and their defense is supposed to be stout this year. They are playing in Minnesota, I believe. Yeah. Jamar Chase. Ooh, I like Chase. And <laughs> McLaren, as I call him. For the Washington Commanders. They got Prince Harry behind the uh, behind center this year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a oh, step up, I think. I mean, he's not the greatest, but... Better than Taylor Heineke. Yes. And we have Michael Thomas and St. Brown. He could have a good year. We'll see. I hope he does. Root for him. Saquads Barkley and Aaron Jones. That's a pretty even matchup there. Mitchell and Jacobs. Again, pretty even. For our tight ends, we have Schultz versus Gusecki. Schultz, I like. I don't know. You just, I don't know. It seems like some games he'll have eight targets for two touchdowns and it'll go three weeks with nothing. That matchup, uh, Tampa Bay and Dallas has the highest implied point total on the week. Yeah. So should be a lot of uh, offense in that game. Hope so. I have Dak in a couple leagues. Yeah. All right. We have Cam Akers, who obviously put up a dud against Devontae Adams in the flex. Oof. Oof. Devontae Adams uh, and Juju Smith Schuster versus Omari Cooper. So that could be. So I like Otter Jobs top half of the lineup and i like vinegar strokes bottom half i bet you do like nate's bottom half i he's a power bottom <laughs> if i had to give the edge here though i do like this mahomes and chase combo if michael thomas plays and stops being a prima donna i think he still could be effective what he missed like what two years now it's been a lot yeah who knows amari cooper goes into cleveland as the number one who's throwing the ball there without kobe Brissett. that's right Brissett. for 11 weeks so who knows uh, Brissett, if I remember right, he played decent as a backup when he'd come in. Yeah, he's done okay in New England, Indy, and Miami. He's kind of like a game manager. Yep. 
I'm gonna have to give the edge to Otter Job simply because of Mahomes Chase. Barkley, I think, is gonna come out firing this year. He's pissed off. His legs are on fire. And only because I don't know how that car and Adam stack is gonna do this year. But I'm gonna give, even though Akers put up that zero, I'm gonna give the small edge. This one's hard to Otter Job. Small edge? He's are you, is that like a vertically challenged joke? He's like 5'4", so... No, like edging, like in, you know, adult videos. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. All right, so just looking at Nate's team, looks like he went anchor running back. He has yes. Aaron Jones and then just a bunch of receivers. Like, he's flexing Devontae Adams and Juju. Yep. And like that. He also has Terry McLaurin, Amon Ross St. Brown. He has Chris Godwin on his bench, too, so you're going to... Yeah, he sucks. Well, once just he gets kidding. healthy, he's going to yeah. be the top <laughs> option for Tom Brady. Uh, don't love his quarterback in tight end and Cousins and Gusecki, but I think the receivers are going to carry him in, the, in this one. You mentioned earlier, this isn't full PPR, but this is half PPR, so there is an advantage to carrying uh, some of those elite wide receivers. I regretfully am taking Nate in this matchup by a small edge also. Small edge. I think he'll have a good year. I just, I'm going to take the small edge for Otter job for this <laughs> Fair enough. All right, before we get into our main event, let's go ahead and take a quick break. All right, welcome back. It's time for our main event. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. It's time! In our main event, we have the Inglorious Bastards. And I want my scalps. Taking on Boner Jams 03. Here it is, Boner Jams 03. It's a mixtape I made. Our defending champ, Jason, takes on the co-commission Matt in this matchup. Matt is seven and nine against Jason all time. What do you think in this matchup? Oh, I'm in the presence of some great athletes here. Yeah, absolutely. All right, right off the bat, we have Hertz versus Trey Lance. So obviously they waited a while, mm-hmm. pick up these QBs. We have AJ Brown versus Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs had a, had a stout game last night. Yeah, AJ Brown, he's up in the air right now. Obviously he was really good in Tennessee. I think he'll still be good, but we'll see. He is stacked with Hurts, his quarterback. We have Sutton, who I hear is getting a lot of the attention from Russell Wilson in practice, but practice. Uh, T. Higgins. Then we have Najee Harris. Kamara, who should be suspended for beating someone to the almost death. Allegedly. Allegedly. And then Daryl Henderson, who had a, who probably would have had a decent game last night if the Rams stayed even with the Bills, but they let it get out of hand and the running game just disappeared. Against Connor from Arizona, he's a touchdown machine. Kelsey versus Everett. Obviously, Kelsey there. Everett's kind of falling off. Bateman versus Metcalf. I have a feeling. Feeling versus Marquise Hollywood Brown. Ooh. Tough one. What's the projections here? 108 to 105? Okay, okay. So right off the bat with the quarterbacks, I think Jalen Hurts will probably outperform Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance hasn't had a lot of work, and the work I think I saw him have last year was not that impressive. That don't impress me much. Oh, oh, oh. But it's a new year. They're playing Chicago, too. They Play shouldn't Chicago. have to do much. Shouldn't have to do much, but you never know. I think the applied point totals in, like, the low 40s, so. Maybe uh, Chicago's defense is all roided up that game, and. Uh, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, obviously Stephon Diggs uh, will probably overcome A.J. Brown with that game he had last night. But you never know. Uh, If Jalen Hurts gets the ball to A.J. Brown throughout the whole game, we'll see. Uh, Sutton versus Higgins, two pretty good, slightly above average receivers. (laughs) Uh, They're pretty good. They're just not number ones, but 
If the report of Sutton getting all the work from Wilson is true, he could have a pretty good game. T. Higgins, who knows? Najee obviously is going to have probably, what, 30 catches and (laughs) at least 45 carries against Kamara, who's probably going to have the same. And Henderson had a game versus Connor. Like I said, Connor, when I had him last year, he would have like 12 rushes a game, but two or three of them would be touchdowns, it seemed like. Yeah. That's another high-scoring game. I think it's yeah. like the second or third highest implied point total, so should be a lot of points. And then we have Kelsey versus Everett, Bateman, Thielen, Keith Brown, and Metcalf. Ooh. I'm going to have to go with Inglorious Bastards because of this Hurts-Brown combo, and yep. I think Sutton's going to have a pretty good game. Now, G. Harris obviously is going to have a good game if he stays on the field. He gets a lot of work. Kelsey, number one tight end in the league. Yeah. Bateman, I hear... Is supposed to have a good year this year. And Thielen, he seems to be like just not great, not horrible. He's always like average. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't like Everett. Uh, Metcalf, I'm not sure I like this year with Geno, Ryan Center, and T. Higgins a wash up. So I'm going to have to go Inglorious Bastards by at least 15. At least 15. So you're, you're, <laughs> taking, you're taking the spread. I like it. I, I like Jason's team a lot. I think he's primed for a repeat, which we have not had uh, in our league yet. So he's the first three-time champion. I think he's going to be the first repeat champion. And I hate saying it. It hurt me inside to say that, to admit it. (laughs) But as you mentioned, he has a stack with Hurts and A.J. Brown. He has uh, Najee, Kelsey, Bateman, Old Man Thielen. Dude has massive (laughs) touchdown upside. He's always in the end zone. So, yeah, I got got Jason in this one as well. I think it's going to be a blowout. All right. That is it for the week one preview. Thanks for hanging out for a bit, Brandon. Any uh, final thoughts? Any trash talk for the league? Um, I don't think I'm allowed to trash talk since I've probably finished the bottom three every year I've been playing. I don't know what it is about your league, but I do not do well in. But why do you think that is? Like, is it your strategy? Like, do you always go running backs? You seem to be like a running back, so, uh, robust running back drafter. The last like two or three years, I've been doing position heavy players in the first like five rounds, either receivers, running backs. This year, I tried to even it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took a quarterback earlier than I probably ever have in the past three years uh, with Joe Burrow. I got a pretty strong tight end and Mark Andrews. And if some of my players who I'm hoping do well, do well, maybe I'll finish in the top five this year. You never know. Well, you're in a tough division. You got to play Nate. You have to play my team. Albert's in here. Julian has a squad. So this is going to be a tough year again. So good luck to you, buddy. Yeah, if, I can have, if I can have Burrow do Burrow things, Tyreek Hill stay Tyreek Hill, Dalvin Cook not get hurt which he will. Hopefully not serious, maybe a couple games, but if he can stay on the field most of the year. Mark Andrews, stud. Edwards, Edwards, Eclair, if they would finally just use him more, yeah, that offense is still going to be good. So Yeah. And I do have, this year I tried something different. The first, or my second bench pick was another quarterback, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. So I do have two pretty good quarterbacks. Hopefully I can use one for trade bait here in a, uh, like three or four weeks. Callus, well, you can trade Josh at any point <laughs> in the season. And then hopefully I can squeeze out another maybe good running back, but we'll see. And maybe Julio Jones will do something this year. You never know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But And DeAndre Hopkins, when he stops being suspended, I'll have him coming into the lineup also. Yeah. Yeah, that should work out well for you. Uh, Josh has Derek Carr's quarterback, so I guarantee you, you could uh, probably offer him up in a trade. But uh, awesome. Thanks for uh, joining us again, and thanks for listening, guys. Good luck in your week one matchups. Good luck with your parlays this week. I already lost a bunch on Thursday Night Football. Didn't win a dime. Yeah. We will catch you on the week one NFL preview with Matt Graham tomorrow. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.